Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, who does this Super Bowl mean the most for? One area where the Eagles haven't been tested this year, and Orlando Brown Jr. can decide his future versus Philly. Special guests include Danon Hughes at 11, and we'll hear from Reed and Mahomes at 11.50. Now two guys who think that Rocky was sort of overrated, Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. That's right. Are we going to start that? Is it, I think it's time, or is that till next week? Where no, we start we, that. We, we ban Philly cheesesteaks. We we the Rocky movies all suck. Uh, Dude, nobody else? even blocks a single punch. What kind of terrible strategy is that? Floyd Mayweather kicked both of their asses. Just like blocked four punches, and then they just been worn out from throwing usually, haymakers the entire. Floyd Mayweather's yeah. like five nine uh, though. I usually actually really 50. do like Philly cheesesteaks, but we'll have to go on a hiatus for a couple weeks. No Philly cheesesteaks. I mean, how often does that make your rotation anyway? Even if you like them, a couple times a year. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, this a is not like times not a, a big wait, favor. Wait, but you're not cooking them, so where are you getting them? Different different sports bars have them around town, uh, or I don't want to get free love, but there's a place that specializes that has a little pepper and. Jack. So, well, you just. I think it's pretty obvious what you're talking about. It's, yeah, that's it's kind of a joke. But yeah. Applebee's. That was what. That's you were what I meant. About. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not. I've never found that cheese. There's steaks, also a caboose place that has one. I've never found that cheese steaks are a great bar item. Really? That's uh, like yeah. where I get them a lot of times. Now they do it in different in Philly, don't they? Use like cheese whiz in Philly. There's different ways well, to make there's, a Philly yeah, there's different. Steak. There's different ones, but yeah, I I feel like. I don't know. I don't know if I trust like your average sports bar to whip together a, a grade A cheesesteak. All I know is if you're somewhere in town that sells Philly cheesesteaks, they're out. You're out of them for the next By week way, or so. You can't sell them. Let's just be honest. The cat's out of the bag. Pepper Jack's great late night drunk <laughs> spot. It is. Also, Very if good. you're getting that kind of sandwich, like a Philly cheesesteak at a bar, I much prefer the, the bar's French dip. Like I'm if they're making that, I don't like au jus. Oh, I don't dude, like au jus. What? what? I don't like au jus. Au jus? I don't like au jus. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey. Here we are. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Perfect start to the show. Oh, man. So, okay. If we're all in this together, if we're, we're all in this together going, a, going ahead, also we'll have a uh, perhaps update 
on a alleged bank robber that might have been Not, a Chiefs fan. Nothing to do with me. Wow, we got an update on him? Yes. <clears throat> Can't wait. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Is it a good one? I mean, it's entertainment. <laughs> you getting out? Well, okay, fine. Spoiler. He's asking to be released from jail before the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's hear him out. <laughs> Remember, he's being held on like $200,000 bond. Does he think he's got a line on a ticket or or like... Also, or, is, or that, is, here is, 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 is that how jail works? Yeah. By the way, can I'd I like out? to leave now. Do you guys, if you wouldn't mind, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl kind of Here's a big deal it for me. It says... From out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, I get we weren't planning on starting the show this way, but who cares? I don't care. It's a great way to start the show. The Kansas City superfan, known on social media sites as Chiefsaholic, is seeking to have his bail on bank robbery charges substantially reduced, releasing him from an Oklahoma jail in time for the Super Bowl. So it sounds like he's got enough money Mm. to maybe, if it gets reduced, you know, I don't know, to a certain dollar. Remember, he's feeling good because on Thursday, Mahomes is going to, a week from tonight, Mahomes is going to win MVP. That cashes in a nice big bet for him if he ever can get that money. And then if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it's another. So he wants to be out. Maybe he's thinking, oh, Mahomes going to win MVP on Thursday. Then I'll have enough for I'm part of the I'm going to win $100,000, and I can fly to Barbados. Hey, refresh our memory. How much did he have bet on Mahomes winning MVP? Uh, the ex- I think combi- well, combined, he can win 100000 I believe. But if I don't- the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. And, yeah, they're not parlayed. They're separate tickets. But I'm trying to remember the. Who's reporting this, that he's like out, is- that he'd like well, out? It's exclusive this- jailhouse interview. Out of Tulsa. This is out of Tulsa. KS. NT27. That can be actually oh, a Topeka or Wichita station, but the initial report's coming from their affiliate down in maybe in we Tulsa. Maybe we could score the first post-jail interview. Here we go. He's on Friday. He is set to return to court where he's asking his bail to be cut to $50,000. And again, I think he can win $50,000, guys, next Thursday when Mahomes wins MVP. Dude, that's genius. Oh, he's like, man. come on. This is, let me out. You know what? More, what? Hey, more inmates should try this you know strategy. What, by the way, you know they haven't lost a game since he was arrested. That's so maybe true. we, we got to keep him in there. You got to keep him in there. Keep your ass behind hey, bars. Throw away the key. I mean, they got to throw. The I, honestly, at this point, if they win the Super Bowl, they got to throw the book at this guy. Throw the book. I think that's already w- happening. I think that's already happening. Well, I don't really know what throw the book means. It just sounds like something they should do. I mean, it doesn't feel like they need any more evidence. They caught him after like 45 seconds. It's like, I know up. that we have a presumption of innocence in this country, uh-huh. but it's, it's awfully a bit of a stretch for his current the, predicament, is it not? The article continues to say uh, that his motion for bond reduction that was filed on Thursday, so today, this morning, he now claims he has been self-employed for the last five years. So hmm. self-employed, that I mean, technically, you are self-employing yourself if you're allegedly going around committing I'll tell you this much. Acts. If he doesn't have any sort of, like, evidence of where he's been getting his, his money, then the tax man's coming after him, too. You can't just be like, I've been self-employed this entire time. Feels, like, problematic. Well, I guess good luck to him. Good luck to Chiefsaholic in his quest to get out of bond on $50,000, which he apparently might win on Thursday when Patrick Mahomes becomes the MVP, thus trying to get himself out by the Super Bowl. Although I would assume that he'd be held there and that you would, you know, there'd be some restrictions about uh, how far you'd be allowed to go, right? But he could still watch the game, man. All he wants is ability to watch his, he wants to watch his Chiefs, okay? They're not going to play the Super Bowl in the jail cell. He wants to be able to be out and about watching the Chiefs beat the Eagles. That's all he wants. You know, that's all a guy, that's all anybody wants. So well said, you know, (laughs) 
when you really boil down, you know, what life is about, uh-huh. it's just about watching your team in the big games. And nothing not, else matters. Did they not let people in prison watch the Super Bowl? I'm sure they got a little tube TV up in the corner. At least that's how they do it oh. in movies. You think they just let everybody in the common area and they just I mean, there are, for four hours and watch the Super Bowl? Not there are you, prison TVs, so I, I assume that, that the Super Bowl is like one you'd, you know, make happen. Yeah. Are we sure? Someone, I don't know. someone let us know. Someone that's hey, been Gold. In that's- hey, Gold, they don't call it the big game for nothing, pal. <laughs> how do you think those TV ratings are doing so well? Because oh. every prison in America has got those puppies right? turned on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone says most Raiders fans end up watching the Super Bowl from there anyway every year. That's, that's a, true. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> that's where a lot of Raiders fans do. Well done. Not in the Super Bowl ever, but, you know, just general. Yeah. 913-586-7610. Uh, you can interact with the show. We'll get back into uh, the latest update of Chiefsaholic uh, down in Oklahoma. But uh, as far as uh, what, what, what the Super Bowl has on the line for both Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, I think there's huge stakes for both in terms of how we talk about them going forward. I still think if you're going – uh, for who can, quote-unquote, gain more sh- right now, I-, I still think the answer is Andy Reid. I know we had the conversation yesterday, Cody, about Brady and what can Mahomes do and can he get close to the seven rings when his career is done. But Tom, Br- Tom Brady, of course, retiring at 45. Patrick Mahomes is 27 years old. Andy Reid, you and I both think he's going to coach another four or five years if he's able to physically and all that. But if you're Andy, you're, of course, not going to be finishing your career as the head coach when Mahomes finishes his career. Like, that's not going to happen. And you start looking at Super Bowl winning coaches, and you look at how many wins to get into a really, really special category. Right now, Andy Reid is sitting on one. That puts him with guys like Dick Vermeil and Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, Mike Holmgren. You get to two, you all of a sudden are with guys like Don Shula, Tom Landry, Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, Vince Lombardi. I mean, the all-time greats. And we already know Andy Reid has moved to number two all-time in postseason wins just by winning the AFC title game on Sunday. So I think there's you have a chance if you think he's coaching four or five more years. If he gets ring number two, then he's actually got a chance to get three. And, and that puts you in a group of Gibbs, Walsh, and then, of course, Chuck Knoll with four and then Belichick with six. But that applies to Mahomes as well. Because if you say if you get to three, then you're in a category of only four other people. It's Brady, it's Bradshaw, you know, it's the same grouping of guys you would think. Montana, right, who have three or more Super Bowls. That is a more exclusive company. To, the, to me, like, and I get it, you can make an argument that it means more to Andy. It's more of a legacy thing for Andy. Because Mahomes is 27, he's got all the time in the world, Gold, to play catch up in that regard, right? He can build those things. But for a guy that we talk about, having the single greatest start in a five-year career, in NFL history, for that to be true on every level, then he's got to have two. To me, for us to even entertain the conversation we did yesterday and the Brady, like yeah. the Brady stuff, and if there's even a chance he could ever, ever, ever catch there, then to me, the very obvious answer is it's Patrick Mahomes because Andy is great and he's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time, whether he wins this Super Bowl or not. Yeah, but people. He can- I understand. How is it any different than what we're talking about with Mahomes? You're you're saying it gives Mahomes a chance to be on pace to end up being the greatest. If Andy wins, you could argue he will be on pace to get in the number three, you know, top three of all time if he gets another ring before he retires. Like I think I know the Mahomes in the top four. I mean, either guy gets is it equal then? I mean, does it really matter for both? The same? I mean, I get that Andy's got maybe hypothetically less time in his career, but you can coach. Like he will have gotten to coach longer. To me, Mahomes' time from the beginning is finite. Andy Reid's going to have 30 years to crack this code, right? 
to get those three Super Bowls. Mahomes got like 15, yeah, 20. Yeah, but you would agree Mahomes has more of his career. At this point, Mahomes has more of his career left than Andy does. Like Andy's not co- my point. Andy's not coaching fifteen more years. Mahomes is probably going to play ten more years. Andy's probably not coaching ten more years. He might coach five Dude, more years. He's like eight years younger than Bill Belichick, and he's still coaching. It's not. It's all. I don't. Oriented. Okay, so I don't. I don't think he's coaching ten more years. But I also don't like. I don't think it's a zero percent chance. If that makes sense. Yeah, the odds are Mahomes has more time left on his clock. But the same thing that we're talking hope. about the clockwise is. Like, I mean, I know Tom Brady won two Super Bowls in his 40s. That's but this not is normal, like, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, uncommon. Yeah, yeah, I got Mahomes you. doesn't have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mahomes had 15 years of runway under normal winning circumstances. Based on the history of the NFL, he has 10. He's got 10 years to get two or three more. And he's sitting in one right now. I think a lot of this is, is that Andy Reid, like, to me, you've already decided on Andy Reid. I think this is part of what it is. Like, I feel you've already decided who Andy Reid is. Everybody already agrees. He's one of the greatest coaches who ever lived. The rings, yeah, they matter, and it might knock somebody up who's like a casual fan higher up the list. But I think people are still trying to decide just how high Mahomes can go. If he gets to that second Super Bowl in five years in a starter, in his third Super Bowl trip, like I feel like it drags him higher up than it does for, from a legacy standpoint, than it does for Andy Reid. Thought you were gonna respond. For Andy, you want to play the whoppers again? No, I'm just saying for for Andy, like it's to me not much different than the Mahomes conversation. Other than in sports conversations, we compare the greatest athletes of all time. We usually don't have debates about greatest coaches of all time, right? We just don't like Belichick. It, it, they, of course, both are connected, and and it makes sense that we're connecting Mahomes and Reed. Too well, it's similar to the Belichick. Brady argument. It's like, well, is Belichick just going to be the best ever forever? Like, can he can he be caught? He has six. I, so this is weird. We may disagree on the whole. Hey, how close do you have to get ring wise for Brady and Mahomes to to make the argument? But when we're talking about coaches, I I actually think it's pretty simple. Like, you got six rings, and the other guy's got four. <laughs> You're obviously the greatest coach of all time. Like, but that's I, hard I, because there's a factor I, of like they've been coaching pretty much the exact same time, but for I half know, of that man. time. Uh, Bill Belichick got the single greatest quarterback of all time, and Andy Reid had Kevin Cole. You're not trying to tell me though. Now I'm, I'm exaggerating because I'm not trying a ton to tell me if Andy gets three that he's on that he's better than Belichick. No. Ter- oh. This is similar to okay. the same arguments I had before. If we get to six and four, and, oh gosh, eh, you know. Uh, kick it uh, by around. the way, if the six to four, that means that means Andy would have four rings and Mahomes would also have four rings. So either way, I think everybody's happy. Yeah, I don't really care. Doesn't really matter if you lose the argument, right? Gold, you're not going to care if somebody adamantly argues the other side because we'll be sitting here with the Chiefs and Andy Reid both having. No, four I won't rings. be satisfied until Mahomes is on top. That's it. Yeah, he's got to at least tie Brady. You want him to get like he'll, seven? He'll, no, he'll still have a successful career. Don't get me wrong, and he'll still be like one of the greatest ever. Personally, I will not feel like the job is finished until he passes Brady. Should he just play forever until? So Nick yeah. Schwartz plays says, like Mahomes' career, disappointment that's if he not, doesn't pass no, Tom no. Brady. That's Gold, what you said. Don't do that. I think that's what you said. You, that's what I heard. Why would you do he that? He just said me? the job wouldn't be done. Right. Personally, I it's like it's like, you know, you may be you may be fine with two slices of pizza. I go back for a third and maybe a fourth because I'm a growing boy. Why do you keep saying you're a growing boy? I knew that was. I knew Cody was going to respond to that. I knew Cody was going to. I was waiting. All right, first off, waiting. first waiting. off, smart mouth. I'm 31. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Gold just turned 32, and I was lumping you guys into the same age group. And second, you're never too late to make undergo a physical transformation in life. 
I think you should get on the Sam Stevie over at KMBZ diet. Get buff. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to need. He says a... he poops seven oh, times oh, a day. I'm going to need a second toilet. Yeah. I'm going to need a second toilet if that's, <laughs> that's going to happen. That can't be normal. I hope Sam is listening right now. That cannot be normal. He's probably, he's probably not listening because he is once again sitting <laughs> on the, the toilet, toilet uh, for the fourth time already today. He said that he uses the bathroom three times before he gets to work. That sounds terrible. Honestly, 4,000 calories a day, 4,000 calories a day. That man consumes just, I mean, he's like a, he's like a rhinoceros, man, (laughs) a rhino. Um, I would assume that's how he defecates as well. He just kind of walks around and okay. Thank you for that mental image. Just lets it drop. (laughs) Doesn't even dry. Just clean. (laughs) Doesn't even stop walking. Uh, Sam had no, he didn't have to be inserted into this conversation. No, but he didn't. It's no, funny that no, he was. He, did not. he definitely did not have to be. Uh, Philadelphia, other than the cheesesteak conversation, let's focus in on them a little bit because I think one of the huge talking points all next week and some of this week is going to be about uh, the Philadelphia defense, right, and how great they are. And they are. We're one yeah. of the best defenses in football. They were the best sack team in football. We know the Chiefs were second, but be honest, there was a, there's a large gap between the Chiefs number and the Eagles number on that. However, you do take a deeper dive into that schedule for Philadelphia, and you take a deeper dive into the quarterbacks that they played this year, and I think it is uh, something that has to be noted when you're having a conversation about how dominant Philadelphia's defense is. Uh, Philly was 31st in strength of schedule this year. Which is shocking because they played in a division with three playoff teams. They did. I know they're one of them, but they played in a division with three playoff teams. Yeah, it was the best division in football this year. Uh, Kansas City, for reference, 16th. Middle of the pack. We know the the first nine weeks, I believe it was, the Chiefs were one of the first teams to start their season with six or seven teams that were in the playoffs the year prior something it was it was something like Arizona because they started the season very difficult Arizona of course yeah. or, or even in week one the Chargers in, in in week two were one of the few that weren't a playoff team and they had to face uh, the Chargers twice yeah so the Chiefs first part of the season was much tougher as we know than the back half of the season but the Chiefs are 10 plus spots higher than Philly when it comes to strength of schedule this year and if you're just wondering I know we had the MVP conversation yesterday about the trend that's out there where yeah, it's a very similar sample size. You're getting ready to throw out, right? Where we, we said yesterday that teams that go to a Super Bowl with the regular season MVP have lost their last nine games in the Super Bowl. Well, here's one for you. Teams that have a strength of schedule of at least 10 spots better with the chiefs do over Philly. They're 10 and three in Super Bowls in 10 and two since 2004. Huh? So we're fighting two <laughs> different odds, huh? That's right. Here, Because, I, I mean, honestly, it's like you can't put more weight in one of these versus the other, in my opinion, which makes it difficult, right? I mean, at least this one's a team one, not just an individual I one. I understand, but, but in a sport where we think that the individual player might matter more than anything else when it's the quarterback position, which is certainly what we're talking about from an MVP level, that they, it, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, well, who's the best quarterback they've Trevor Lawrence. In my opinion, the best quarterback they faced the entire season is Trevor Lawrence because... They were October 2nd. That was before they weren't even facing the Dak led, you know, like maybe it's Dak, right? I think they forgot Dak once of the two games they faced him. So it's probably, uh, I don't think it was two things. Uh, One, it was bad Dak. It it, was like when he stole picks and he was just coming back. Well, it was October 2nd, Trevor Lawrence. The Jags were two and two at that point in time. They were not the same football team. They didn't like the the Chiefs regular season game against Jackson. But then also Dak, I, we just did the conversation about where we put Dak in terms of is he a top 15 or top 20 quarterback. I, I would disagree. I would say Trevor Lawrence is better than Dak right now. So to me, the best quarterback, like, and, and that's it, fine. Maybe it's, it's splitting hairs, right, one way or the other. 
that's the best quarterback you faced the entire year, well, then I don't really know what to think of your defense because that that's very simply it. And it doesn't matter. Like, you're putting strength of schedule just based on team's win percentage. Okay, let's go to, like, a more analytical point and do, like, FPI for ESPN, which is, like, their own metric for how they judge strength of schedule. And that, Kansas City's 14th, and Philadelphia's still 24th. Like, no matter how you do it, they are one of the weaker scheduled teams in the entire NFL. The Chiefs' schedule didn't end up being as hard as it looked going into the season because of how bad the division ended up being from a couple of other teams' perspective. But they still played far more regularly challenging games during the year than we ever got around to. Because you'd be like, all right, who's the best quarterback the Chiefs face? Well, I don't know. Justin Herbert twice was probably on that list, or Joe Tom Burrow, Brady, or Josh Joe Allen. Burrow, or Josh Allen, or they also played Trevor Lawrence. So if and again, we wouldn't put him as like the best quarterback. You're like, they they have their pick of the litter. Like anybody, it's a who's who of which people consider the top five quarterbacks in the entire NFL. I think it makes them a bit fraudulent where Philadelphia's defense is very good and they're very good at getting sacks, but they're not as good as they look on paper. Do not think of them as like, wow, that is an all-time great defense who cannot be stopped. That's not who they are, in my opinion. I think that they've they've been the beneficiary of facing a lot of bad quarterbacks. And a couple times they faced good ones, they've done pretty well against them. God, I mean, I'm just looking through this. like playing Kenny Pickett and Davis Mills and... No, look, I don't. I, Taylor Heineke and Eagles. Matt Ryan. It's like, the, like Aaron Rodgers. I take it back. They played Aaron Rodgers once, and he threw for like three hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns. The Eagles' defense is legit, but I, I don't. I think somehow we've got to a point where the national media is talking about them like they're the eighty-five Bears, and I'm just saying, yeah. let's let's pump the brakes a little bit uh, in terms of what the Eagles have. have been Some of us I'm saying was you don't know. Because they haven't faced enough good quarterbacks, Gold, you just don't know. Like, I think that's maybe, like, where you're talking about the national stuff, it's making them out to be the 85 Bears is wrong. But do you, I mean, how good do you think the Eagles, even, like, I know they're pretty good. I think they're very good. No, I think it's a very good defense. I don't I don't view them as, again, they're not playing the 85 Bears. The Chiefs aren't playing the, what was it, the 02 Raven or 03 Ravens, whatever year it was. The Ravens. Yeah, that Ray Lewis. They, they're not Reed. playing the 2015 Denver Broncos defense that was, you know, going to go down as a top six defense of all time. That's all I'm trying to buffer between the two. Like, very good defense. They're not a historically great defense is all I'm, I, I'm trying to separate a little bit on, on what the Chiefs are going to go up against in, in a couple Sundays. Nick, I talk like a normalist microphone. You came in here one time and you ruined my... You've, you've made me think that I'm just, like, yelling this whole time in here, and I can't tell because I have headphones My headphones on. aren't on as loud today. I appreciate Cody. I, Is that? I, I, if, there's, if there's ever time where I, if I ever need a hearing aid and when I get older, it's going to be directly correlated to, to you. me. I'm, like, self-conscious about it now. Am I really that loud in this room? It doesn't seem that loud in my, in my headphones. Is it louder than that in real life? You're good today. Okay. You're not as loud today. It depends on the, the day. Yeah, I think I'm trying to like everybody's take it down. Spe- everybody's car speakers are appreciating it today. Well, I will tell you, your mic is always significantly at a at a lower notch on the on the switchboard. How here. low? Let's say if they're both at 100, percent like at 100 percent all the way to the top. Where would you say Alex's is, and where would you say mine is? I would say Alex's is at about. 80% and you're at about 60, <laughs> 65. Okay. But I have to ride I'm, yours I'm, too. I have to, well, <laughs> <laughs> go to break, go to break. Goldberg up against it. We should probably just go to break now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the, letting the microphone. The pot. The I, pot is what uh, you were talking about. I'm letting Nick. the microphone do the work for me, Nick. You know, I don't need to talk so loud. Yeah, you know, that's a, a real pro. That's a real mic- pro. I'm the microphone do it, do its yeah, job. That's right, man. Don't let the microphone work you. Work the microphone. Someone says, Cody, you sound normal. Someone else says, you sound loud as bleep. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's actually, I think they're both accurate because <laughs> his voice fluctuates so much. I do have a hard time regulating a single level of volume. I, t- I tend to write somewhere in the like, okay, I'm talking like a normal person to practically screaming. And that turns out from like Nixon from a producer. And that's probably a bit of more of a challenge. Uh, during the break, we'll try to cut Nick's uh, saying that in a drop, because if you and I said it, he'd have that thing cut in two seconds. No, it's actually, um, oh, man, I was just about to cut it, too. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's not gone. <laughs> it's not gone. The recording software uh-huh. we use is, like, acting up. Man, that's such a bummer, but oh, well. No, we're getting that. We're getting that audio one way or the other. Our listeners might even be able to help us out on that. All right. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. View our inventory online at KC Metro Ford. Dot com. We know Chris Jones had that signature game. There's another player that now is going to have to have his against Philly. We'll tell you who that is next. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Former Chiefs wide receiver going to join us here on Cody and Gold. We'll get his perspective. He, of course, will head out to Arizona next week as the Chiefs make their way to Glendale. They leave Sunday afternoon. They'll arrive around 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock mountain time in Phoenix. And then, of course, they're all week before they take on the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll talk to Danon Hughes about that. And also, is he concerned at all with the injury report? We know the Chiefs did not practice yesterday, but they still are required to put out a practice estimation, right? And with that, there were multiple guys that were estimated to be DMPs, did not practice if there was an actual practice. There are also a couple guys that were limited. 
as far as the DNPs, it was like Sneed and it was Juju Smith-Schuster and, and Kadarius Tony. So we'll ask Danon how concerned he is about that coming up at 11 o'clock. We know it was the Chris Jones game, though, on Sunday. We both agreed. It was much as Mahomes was incredible. It was a signature moment, signature game for Chris it Jones. It was his game. Absolutely. And it had to be. We, we know how imp- impactful he was. And I hope he's doing that again, of course. And the Super Bowl, we joked about the Super Bowl MVP odds. Chris Jones is 50-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. I put a very small wager, for the heck of it, on Chris Jones to do so. But there's someone on the offense that's not Mahomes, it's not Kelsey, uh, that might have to have that kind of game as well. I think... That if I think Orlando Brown Jr. has to have his Chris Jones game. Time to go dominate, man. Time to grow up, whatever you want to say. You are going to have to be great in this game. The Philadelphia Eagles have four guys with 11 or more sacks, Gold. So they have their Chris Jones, right? He's Hassan Reddick. He's got 16 and a half sacks. And then they have three more guys with 11 each. So just for like example, the Chiefs have Chris Jones, who has 50. They were second in the league. The Chiefs, Eagles are first. The Chiefs have a guy with 15 and a half sacks. Their next closest guy has six and a half. They have three more players who would be the second leading sack guy on the Chiefs right now. Again, we talked about them not playing a lot of the quarterbacks. So we'll have that conversation. Mahomes is certainly harder to sack, but this has to be Orlando Brown Jr.'s game. I know the Mahomes is still going to have to play great, and they're going to have to do some other things to win. But Orlando Brown Jr. can't be beaten like a drum in this game. He can't be off today. It can't work that way. When they're there on Sunday night in a week and a half, he has to be the guy on the offensive line that holds this whole thing together. And the problem is, and the concern is, Hassan Reddick is the exact type of defensive end who causes him problems. He's the kind of player who has consistently beaten Orlando Brown Jr., and that's why it's going to be very vital that he has his best game. Hey, look, this is uh, we just got done talking about the defensive front. Even if we both agree that the quarterbacks they faced aren't all that impressive, they still are the best sack team in football, yeah. and, and the gap between them and Kansas City, who is second, is quite large. And so that is something that even if the offensive line plays a great game, I, I don't think you're, you're going to avoid getting any pressure on your quarterback. Like, I... You're saying Orlando Brown has to have his best game, and I, I I agree it has to be one of those. I thought the same, honestly, last week. I felt like the offensive line had to have one of their best performances against Cincinnati, and they, they did for the most part. They had they a really, very good performance. Really impressive performance. Sacked a couple times, but nothing crazy. But again, against Philly, like I hate to break, like, Mahomes is going to get sacked. Spoiler. He's uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, against Wait, the, are you sure? The best sack team in football. If he doesn't get sacked, are you guaranteeing a win? Yes. Yeah. Gold's guaranteeing a win if they don't get sacked. If, if, if Patrick lock. Mahomes does not get sacked in the game, how is Philadelphia winning? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, uh, that, so then if they don't, if he doesn't get sacked, uh huh, and the Chiefs win the game, yeah. no, 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 if he no. doesn't win the sack, if he doesn't get sacked and the Chiefs lose the game, yes, opening opening week, opening next week. season you're yeah. streaking at Arrowhead. Well, no, I don't want to yep. get banned from ever going to a game at Arrowhead again. So well, that's that, not then, happening. Then, then back off your fine. Statement. You're streaking at Odyssey. Yeah, well, it's a streak around the office. Both of these have major consequences for job. Yeah, and, yeah you, and, hey, your words have consequences. Okay, streaking in this building, but we won't make you go full bottom unless you can wear a speedo. No, no, no. no. It has to be. We'll make you some homemade jean shorts. <laughs> homemade jean shorts. Yeah, we'll take a pair of jeans and then we'll make you shorts out of them, but they'll hmm. be really short. That seems worse for you than it is for me. I'm not going to look. <laughs> hope everyone else does. The funny part oh, is you could man. do a streak. You could like run through this whole building right now. I mean, if he ran through the entire upstairs, what are the odds? Like two people would see him. Three it people. It is pretty empty in the building. It is very empty. Downstairs is a much more challenging portion of the building. Yeah. 
No, look, I, I mean, he, the we, we noted the 31st toughest schedule in, in football that Philadelphia had. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can have a liability at left or right tackle in this game. They have to have still one of their better I, performances. I know we're saying like, I, you know, and I get like the, the generality of it because we know how important it will be against Philly. But to me, this is like the way we called out for Chris Jones. Like you, you said in the game, Hey, they can't win unless Chris Jones gets a sack. They can't win this game unless Chris Jones plays great. That's how I feel about Orlando Brown jr. Other things will have to happen, but if Orlando Brown jr. Doesn't play great, they are in bad trouble. He has to have his best game. And it's all the same things. You want to get the same thing as Chris Jones. Do you want to get paid? Do you want a big mountain of money, either from this team or a different team? Do you want to be viewed as one of the better left tackles in football? Do you want to be one of those highly desirable players that everybody is picking over in the offseason? Well, then do it in your most challenging moment. Because Chris Jones against Cincinnati was his most challenging moment. That team had been his, that team had been their kryptonite and had been specifically his. The playoffs had been his. He kept running into these same problems. Okay, cool. Well, this is the number one defensive line in the NFL. Hassan Reddick is the exact type of player who ruins you and you want to get a bunch of money. Everything is working against Orlando Brown Jr. in this game, which is why they so desperately need him to have the best game of his life. Well, there's plenty of incentive to your point about the contract situation. I, I think right now, if you were to have me guess what ultimately happens in the offseason for Orlando Brown Jr., I think the Chiefs are going to tag him again. That's, that would be my guess. Uh, and depending on what he does in the Super Bowl, the fan sentiment around him may or may not change in, in a positive or negative direction. I mean, if he's able to slow down in a big way, Hassan Reddick, I think there will be some fans that will be far more open to bringing him back on a franchise tag. I still think that is the best option anyway, considering where you're going to be drafting, considering the the open market for tackles and, and who are you going to find uh, that's going to be cost effective. That also gets the job done. So that's just kind of where I'm at on Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, right now uh, going into going into the game. I'll, I'll remind you, though, that Cincinnati game, one of the things we discussed for Brown, he had a rough go in the regular season against Cincy, but he didn't have his right guard, his all-pro right guard Joe Tooney next to him. He did against Cincy in the AFC title game. I think that can't be uh, you know pushed aside like it's no big deal. Uh, the fact that you have a healthy Joe Tooney next to Orlando Brown Jr. also bodes well for Orlando uh, going into this game as well. I think it does, and and – Obviously, they're about as healthy as they can be on the offensive line. Like, when you think about, like, going through, they've played with pretty much, like, I know Joe Tooney missed a little bit of time. Yep. But they pretty much played first, with their First time ever, I believe, in Tooney's career or something, yeah. right? That he missed the start. But they, they've pretty much played with the same five guys all year, man. What's the excuse That's now? Big. That's big. Same five. And it's not, this goes back to, like, the conversations when we were beating up on the defensive line last year, which I thought was fair. They were the second most expensive defensive line in the NFL last year. i gotta be honest with you. You have invested a lot into the offensive line. Orlando Brown Jr. is one of the most expensive left tackles in the NFL, and you gave up a first-round pick for him. You made Joe Tooney the highest-paid guard in the NFL when you paid him. Creed Humphrey is a second-round pick, which is a high pick, and is mostly considered now an all-pro caliber, right? And is an all-pro caliber center. And then, fine, maybe you want to say you haven't spent as much on right guard and right tackle, but the fact that you stuck with those two guys for two years and Trey Smith and what people think he is now versus where he's drafted is very different. It's like you've put a lot, a lot into this offensive line and you guys have gotten the advantage. Very few teams have gotten. You've gotten your entire offensive line together for the entire year. Joe Tooney missed a start. Nobody else has really missed any kind of significant time. Maybe a game here. Trey Smith, I think, missed one. Okay, one. Big deal. It's been this grouping. But to me, the center of that is Orlando Brown Jr. Because they're going to try to pick on him. They're going to take those 
They're going to take those 50 sacks between those four players, Gold, and they're just going to run them at Orlando Brown Jr. all damn day until he proves he can hold up yeah. for the entire course of it. Well, I understand that giving up one sack is not yeah, I mean, Barry Orlando happen. Brown yeah. Jr. time. What, what's fun about the Super Bowl, too, is you get the two weeks to get ready for it, as we know, and Andy Reid typically is the best after two weeks of prep. We know a couple of years ago he had two weeks for the Super Bowl, but that was with the exact opposite circumstances. That was an extremely banged up offensive line in that game against Tampa in the Super Bowl. Well, now he's got a healthy offensive line and two weeks. You know Philly's going to have a different way to, to line up their defense a little bit, maybe that the Chiefs haven't seen. Go back to what the Chiefs did to Cincinnati, where we, we talked about Chris Jones' effectiveness. Yeah, they, they moved him around. They moved him around. That that final sack that Chris Jones had, he had only played. He had only been in that spot. What was it like a handful of times the entire game or the entire season? Just in terms of that exact scenario. Well, and then the reports were that they, l- they just left they him. Saved they it. saved him. They just put him at right in the middle. The entire game against Cincinnati, so that if they saw them again in the postseason, they could move them around. So that kind of stuff will be interesting for both teams. What you know? What who who? changes up what they're doing with two weeks of prep. What what look does Philly give the Chiefs they haven't seen and vice versa? Because you know that's I mean, that's what's fun about it. The chess match, if you will. Uh, we'll talk more about that with Dane and Hughes coming up in 20 minutes or so. I also think going into this game, we're late enough in the season and we've seen these rookies step up in such a big way. Like, I think we can kind of stop talking about them as rookies to a certain extent. You know, this is now into February. It's the longest season of any of these rookies life. They've never played more football games in one calendar. And then year. normally when you're supposed to hit the wall, like, though? I don't think so, because we've seen in two playoff games, in particular the AFC title game, multiple rookies be a huge reason why you won the game, not just like going through the motions. Jalen Watson, two huge interceptions to, to seal the one against the Jags, and of course had a big pick against Joe Burrow. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, yeah, the running game wasn't great, but he was vital in the receiving game in the AFC title game. Sky Moore, it seems like maybe take a deep oh, breath on that. Take for a, a minute. deep breath, breath on that. Now, hopefully, uh, Tony and Hartman are available, and so Sky doesn't even have to be back there. But now, I'm sure he's playing with as much confidence as Sky Moore has ever played with, considering what occurred in the AFC title game. We keep going down the list of rookies uh, that, that have really helped this football team this season, obviously Karloftis. So I, I there's at least for some of them, I, I don't treat them as rookies anymore. I think we're far enough in the season. We're now, what is this uh, 19 games they've played? I still think they're rookies to a point. I just don't think I'll play the blame game for that's why they lost. Like they're too young. Someone says the rookie wall is more of a baseball thing. Yeah, but it's like the, I mean, I don't know, man, the difference between playing 10 games and 19 feels somewhat significant. Like, I understand they're in really good shape. But Andy Reid, they the talked wall. about that with running backs the, all the time. Andy Reid's talked about that. It's not just a baseball thing. I mean, the rookie wall, though, after heading for the Super Bowl, when you get two weeks off before, and it's the biggest game of your life, I just, to me, that would have already happened, I guess, is what I'm you saying. You would have hit right. it at some point later we'll in this see. year. Like, I mean, I, I obviously, any, you know, truly, anything doesn't mean that one of these guys aren't going to make going back to making mistakes. I, mean, I we, still fear that. I still fear the rookie mistake, which is why I still consider them rookies. From a perspective of I'm not really going to play the blame game because I was ready to base this season on they're too young, too inexperienced. That's why the defense didn't come up. I was ready to do that before the season had started because I knew how young this team was going to be. And then when McDuffie was gone for a little bit, they're relying on Watson and Williams and then they let go at Fenton, so they're going all young secondary. Karloftis was expected to be their second-best pass rusher going into the year. It was going to be easy to be like, too young, too many rookies, can't overcome it. I'm not going to do that. But but the reason why the rookie stuff still matters to me is this is an easy time to slip in it. The Super Bowl is an easy time to be like, I still haven't seen everything yet. I know they've played 19 games together, but in Trent McDuffie's case, what is it, 10? I think he's probably their best cover corner. 
And yet I'm still fearful that when you put that many rookies on the field, it's easy for one of them to run into a mistake, to have a mistake in a big moment. I know they just played an AFC title game and that's a big game. But you and I and Andy, I think, openly admits, even like if you watch the franchise or any other thing he's ever talked about, each level of the playoffs is essentially its own monster. Just because you've played in an AFC title game doesn't mean you can handle the pressure of playing in a Super Bowl. Those are I also different think things. This is that maybe you don't buy into this theory. I also think you get to a certain point where it's like they don't even know. You almost don't realize how big of a game it is, like because you're a rookie. Does that make sense? You've heard that happen sometimes, where it's like you don't even know like how big of a game. Like you're playing ignorance is bliss. Thank right? you. There you go. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, they're just like, man. is this a big game, or do we just do this all the time? Well, that was like the Mahomes argument was like, I think I would appreciate my MVP in Super Bowls more the second time because I just thought I, that's what you did. Because I year. do think that happens. Which sometimes. is funny that he said that because he does do that every year. It's like, I just <laughs> thought you like just won MVPs and went to Super Bowls every year. I'm like, you do. What are you talking about? You've been three times in five years. You've won two MVPs in five years. That's exactly what you do every year. You don't have to appreciate anything. You seemingly just do that all the time. Maybe for everyone else. I think he just meant like the gapping between. Yeah. Like he had... Won the MVP, then immediately won the Super Bowl. Then he lost the Super Bowl. He's like, oh, that's a little dose of reality. Then he missed one. He's like, this sucks. Now he's right back in. He's going to win the MVP, and he's got a chance to win a Super Bowl again. Yeah, it's um, it's actually just utterly ridiculous that he's at that point where it's like you are you are truly able to go ahead and say each and every year that that is what you expect, and that is like how it does go. I mean, he's he's basically, that is exactly what he has done. It's really like just, should, that, that's not normal. I mean, it's clearly it's why we have these conversations about Mahomes and the path to, to some that yeah. maybe have a chance to catch Brady and all these things. Well, we talk a lot about the, the winning, right? The fact that they are in their third Super Bowl in five years and that, you know, he's got a chance to win two Super Bowls out of his first three trips and all of those things. But it really is like sometimes I have to like I have to remember the losses because to me that ends up making it even more absurd because in the two he didn't go to the Super Bowl. He lost in overtime. Like, I don't feel like that's emphasized enough in this. Like, he's been to three Super Bowls now in five years. But in the other two, he was in overtime yeah, he's of never the lost AFC title game. So, like, seconds, milliseconds, tiny little things different. Like, in one, it was probably just a coin toss. and the other, it was just an inability to get a score on one drive. That's how close he was to going to five. He didn't just lose in some divisional round. He didn't get blown out in an AFC title game. The man had his team in overtime in two AFC title games. He didn't go. And the only two, he didn't go to the Super Bowl. It's like when you put it all together, you're like, all right, this is a ridiculous run. You know, guys, one thing that I've noticed over the years in the NFL, it's just something that I've picked up on. And I'm curious if you guys have noticed. It's a copycat league. Oh, you yeah. Know, the teams. Yeah. Have you ever heard that saying? The teams who have success often will find other teams start to imitate or try to mimic what they did to reach the pinnacle. And now we've got two teams, the Eagles and the Chiefs, who are built in diametrically opposed ways. You have first off the Eagles, which kind of fit the normal model of how we view Super Bowl contenders. Cheap rookie quarterback build a great roster around him because it's truly the only time in that quarterback's career where you're going to have the luxuries of being able to give out Big-time contracts to players around everybody. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts is interesting because the idea, and it's probably 
a little foolish, but the idea that has been perpetuated over recent years is that it's tough to to win it all with a, a running quarterback. Not not to mention that Cam Newton got to the Super Bowl, right? And MVP was, season, yeah. Right, MVP. They went, what, 15-1 in the regular season yeah. that year? But the fact that they lost in the Super Bowl was somehow validation. That, oh, see, though, <laughs> you couldn't, you can't win it all. So let's, To Tom Brady. Let's look at this, that, that model first, what the Eagles have done. How replicable do you think that will be moving forward? How much do you think teams are going to look at what the Eagles have built and try to say, what can we steal from that? I think that there's like from them, their big thing is still the cheap quarterback thing because they went out and traded for AJ Brown and they're going to put superstars around them. But honestly, it is, that is maybe the most difficult team outside of the chiefs because it's like, just go get Patrick Mahomes to emulate because Howie Roseman is one of the best team builders in the entire NFL. Like the same thing that applies is that we already kind of know about the Eagles be really good on the offensive and defensive line and have a rookie quarterback with a bunch of stars around him. That seems like the model that everybody's been trying to go for for a while, right? Well, yeah, the offensive and defensive and line. And they've been sold out, by the way. They had extra picks in last year's draft. The offensive and defensive line, that's what teams have been doing for a while. Same thing with going out and getting like a high-profile receiver, cornerbacks. They have targeted yeah. all the important positions. What's interesting, though, is the specific skill set that Jalen yeah, Hurts has. He's not your, He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not just drop back and dice you up, even though he's made huge strides in that. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl because they have had the best defense or one of the top defenses all year, and they've been the number one rushing attack in football all season long. The one thing I would say is I don't know that you can shift the NFL back to this model, but if you have a guy like Kyler Murray, maybe you try to go heavier in this because the Eagles run more than any team in the NFL. They run 60% of the time versus the Chiefs who pass it 60% of the time. Yeah, how do you... That's diametrically opposed to that. The the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray first overall, already gave him the massive deal. Mm -hmm. The Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, made him really wait two years before they went all in on building around him this season. What have the Cardinals exactly done to build around Kyler Murray other than bringing in DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, they traded for Hollywood Brown. They traded oh, yeah. For, they traded, oh, yeah. Of yeah, course. They, they traded for Hollywood Brown, D-Hop, and then at, at one point in time, they did bring in Zach Hurts, remember, late in the se- mid, mid-season. A but year just, ago. But so just passing weapons. Good. They haven't done anything else on defense. They haven't yeah. revamped their offensive well, line. And they went with a coach who was going to design an air raid attack versus a coach who was willing to design... What if we are run first? What if we think ourselves of that and then let Kyler Murray pass when it matters? Yeah, I mean, they convinced J.J. Watt to sign there. I know he didn't stay healthy, but still, they they were able. I mean, at one point in time, like, J.J. Watt thought they were enough of a contender in Arizona. But we can all recognize the differences between those two philosophies. Like, you kind of were in a similar situation. Young quarterback, unique skill set. One team found a way to immediately have success. The other team is now scrambling, and they no longer have the luxury of having that quarterback on a rookie deal. That's the good, that's good teams versus bad team. That's the team who designs good. their entire offense around Lamar Jackson. Good and the organization versus yeah. a bad organization. Now let's go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs now, for the second year in a row, have the chance to sort of debunk the myth that you can't win a Super Bowl with a quarterback on a mega deal. We just saw it with the Rams last year with Matthew Stafford coming into the season. We wondered how this was going to work with the Chiefs, with everyone else in the AFC going out, making these splashy acquisitions signing guys to huge contracts. The Chiefs kind of took a back seat and look where they're at now. Mahomes is one of one. Yeah, he is not just it, another man. quarterback on an expensive yeah. deal. He is Patrick Mahomes and everybody else is on, on a level or two behind him. So, to me, on top of it, he slayed, he slayed everybody by knocking out everybody who was on a cheap deal. Like Allen was only making, what, $14 million this year? Bye, Herbert, rookie deal, Burrow, rookie deal, Lawrence, rookie deal. They're like, enjoy being at home. 
I'm going to make my $45 million, and I'll be on and, my way to the Super Bowl. And we know Josh Allen's cap hit goes way up next year. The Bengals have already talked about giving Joe Burrow an extension this offseason. I would imagine the same will happen with Justin Herbert. Yeah, now Burrow's going to get you know, eventually $50 million per year. So those cap yeah. hits may not go into effect next year. Correct. But going into next year, the only other quarterback that we think of as being on a contending team or like a playoff team in the AFC might be Trevor Lawrence. Right? Rookie, rookie deal. Now, yeah. we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Sounds like he may get franchise tagged. But the the days of Mahomes being on the on the mega contract and all those guys being on rookie deals, those are all going right. to be done by next season. Even, even if Mahomes reworks his this offseason, it still isn't going to be as the gap between his and the next guy's contract is not going to be massive, to your point, because of the, the rookie scale that these guys have and, been on. And this is why it's great that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, because they're doing it. That This was supposed to be the year where well, and we'll those see, other guys yeah, took And we'll see what it. happens with whoever gets drafted. But there's not, other than Trevor well, Lawrence, there's not a crop of young talented quarterbacks in the AFC that are looking it's, to come up beyond this one. Like this kind of feels like this is going to be the field for the foreseeable future. It's the one perk of you be like, we complain to like, God, there are too many good, all the good quarterbacks in the AFC, but it's the one perk. Eventually they're all going to be paid together at the same time. So there'll be no, like the rookie quarterback deal will matter because everyone will be paid. I assume if I was the other like seven teams in the AFC, I'd be like, what the hell are we supposed to do here? If we don't draft a quarterback, we are screwed. And by the way, if it took you this to figure that out, you don't deserve to be in a position of decision making in the NFL. Like, can't you see Jim Ursay sitting in his office and be like, have you guys noticed how many good quarterbacks are in the like, AFC? Can you imagine being a car company and watching like Ford, you know, rip out two million trucks a day and be like, you know what? We should get in the automobile industry. It's like, it's a little late. You maybe wait, you drag your feet on that a little too long. They've been doing this a pretty long time. I'd be, like if, I'd be like if Gold was like, you know what? I'm going to get a pallet of bromine. I'm going to start my own cell phone company. <laughs> We're going to start cranking them out. We're going to put the iPhone out of business. It's like, oh, well, I don't know. A little behind the eight ball there. We learned from Nick yesterday, steel, steel mills still do exist. That was one of my favorite comments from Nick. I'm trying to claim like people aren't still making things. I in this didn't country. say that steel mills didn't exist. I asked if they existed. But you said it as if you couldn't believe that they would. I, I don't know. I don't know anyone who works do in not, a steel do not mill. Support hardworking. You know I do. Nobody was nobody on this show respects blue collar hardworking laborers more than I do. Just checking, just making sure. I who's I, done I, the most blue collar work on this show? Me. I did. I did. I hung. I worked for a drywall company for a summer. Yeah, he wins already, Cody. Don't, now Cody's going to tell that's us gonna that. Gonna Cody's nope, going to tell us that he built a whole house. Yeah, I worked for a, one summer. I worked for a drywall company. I worked. Um, I worked at a hardware store. That's blue collar adjacent. <laughs> Our customers were often blue collar. <laughs> so you're trying to take credit for that part of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. You're going to find I out. I built so many things, guys. So many things. <laughs> Just like that dead giveaway that you have built so, so many few things. things. So many things. Hammer and nail. Do you own a hammer? Yes. So you could okay. you could hammer I could, I, could, I, build, I could build so many could things. Could you hammer, <laughs> hammer you could hammer a nail into a piece of plywood? I totally could, yeah. I think mm-hmm. for next year's Cody Gold or for this year. You know? Now I'm starting think, to wonder if you could get that done. We're gonna I'm gonna bring a hammer and a nail down to Arizona. We're gonna find out. <laughs> for for this year's Cody Gold Garage show, I think Gold should build a birdhouse to sell for it. His own you know, with his hand with his own hands. Mm. Let's start with a gingerbread <laughs> house and work our way up. Gingerbread. Before we let we work with real wood, yeah, we'll let him work with gingerbread and frosting it's, it's first. More cost effective, is that what you're saying? Lumber's expensive. Well, nobody will Lumber get hurt. Nobody, nobody will get injured in you building a gingerbread house. I like the idea if he's wearing like a yellow hard hat as he builds the birdhouse. 
a completely unnecessary <laughs> safety protocol. He's got the safety goggles on. <laughs> really taking safety to its, its highest level to make sure that this birdhouse is done. I'm going to have like the OSHA sign behind me that says like no days since the last accident or whatever they have in, in a lot of workplaces. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Do we have one of those in this building? We have one of those anywhere? Uh, I have not oh. seen one. I think you have to have one, don't you? It says like it's been one thousand days since the last like injury. a warehouse. I don't know, but I thought most places. Still what was have the last that. workplace injury in this building? I I'm asking you. Uh, Grayson. Oh, he did fall. Slammed his yeah. shin Wait, on the metal stairs about uh-huh. a year ago. Wait, what? Oh man, have, he was like, like, he was like, down bad. So our steel, our stairs coming up to the floor <laughs> we work on are stainless steel, like. And, and like diamond the, plated. They're yeah. just like, they look he like they're the ready to knock step. you out. <laughs> he hit the last step. They can be kind of slick in the winter when it's snowy or rainy out. And he hit that last step and slipped. I don't know why I'm telling this story. And he just slammed his shin Ow. onto the that top. That sounds terrible. I saw the whole thing. And he was mad, which I don't blame him. Well, I mean, you get angry. A lot of people, when you get pain, like you can yeah. get angry. That makes sense. Uh, real quick from the 816. I'm listening to this while laying shingles. You guys are funny. We appreciate the work. Maybe it's fixing up Cody's new roof on his house because I'm sure Cody's having a new roof installed. Today. I don't have a new roof yet. Yeah, how many roofs do you have? Just, just the one <laughs> roof. How many roofs over your head? How many roofs do you have? Nobody, Nobody has got six patios. So. Nobody has. They don't all have roofs. I guess it's a different type of roofing on the screen porch, if that okay, counts as so two there roofs. We, so there we go. Does there that count as two roofs? God, the true sign of wealth, <laughs> the accumulation of roofs. Up next, we'll get right back into the Chiefs with former Chiefs wide receiver Danian Hughes. He'll be heading out to Arizona, of course. We'll ask him about some of the injuries that are out there and what does he make of this Eagles defense? You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete for asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.